0: Coming, Coming all the way from Canada,
1: Canada. He done, done traveling travel all the world let bring to you right here This rap. rap Live from T-Dot From the 416 You, you know, know how we do Up north. You, know north you know how we do up north Up late all night working in the studio Writing rhymes making Ooh, welcome back, everyone. This is Misha Peterzak, your boy, Misha Peterzak, filling in once again <clears throat> Oh, excuse me for Miles Wolf. I don't have COVID, guys. Don't worry. Uh, that cough was just uh, clearing my throat.
0: Maybe Miles does. <laughs> Maybe he does. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. That voice you just heard uh, is our guest for today. He's going to be sitting in uh, sharing his valuable time with us today. His name is
0: Casey Callahan. Pleasure to be on board. How are you doing, Casey? Doing quite well. How about yourself?
1: Oh, pretty good. Pretty good, man. You want to tell uh, people what you've been up to lately? Yeah. Since
0: we last... So, um, yeah, uh, making sure that you know I'm just a stranger that hops onto a podcast. No one knows who I am, which is more than fine. And I'm here to give you a little bit of insight into the ways, the magic, the things that we do for crazy reasons. Um, I live in White Rock, BC. Um, I work in the software industry, so I work for a software company that... Um, our software is has in manufacturing distribution, I help them use it probably the easiest way to put it, so I work from home and with that is, these times have been interesting lately, we get to stay at home a lot but now, we get to go out a bit more let's see how that goes
1: yeah, exactly uh, I'm excited, I'm excited to go out a little bit more um,
0: you made it out west, you can come out east it's a good country that we live in
1: exactly, you know, and the funny thing is out here in North America like a, a 3 hour drive or something is uh, is a morning whereas uh, you go to like Europe or something and 3 hours is a long time for people because you can you can go um across five countries in 12 hours if you want to you can right? do
0: multiple countries in uh, yeah North America here I can spend 8 hours in the car and barely even hit the next province exactly I can go 20 hours I can go 20 hours north and still be in the same province you in crazy? Ontario. You can drive for days and not leave the same province.
1: <laughs> exactly right. How nuts is that, eh? But uh, yeah, people can't fathom just the size of the country we live in. So, being in the in a country so big, uh, it becomes necessary to travel, uh, and domestic travel in a place like Canada can be very expensive. But mm-hmm. um, our friend Casey here has some has really been traveling very efficiently. Uh, recently and basically what it is is uh, Casey is the point king points people if you're not on points you gotta get on points and find credit cards and you know things uh, programs that work for you and Casey has I think some some uh, insight on this because he's the most experienced I would say out of anyone I know doing that that uses points so I will let you take it away for the next little bit. Sounds good. Floor is 100% yours. How did you...
0: How did I get into this?
1: Get into this.
0: So back in January, February, March uh, 2021, we're more, not so much in a lockdown, but we can't have social gatherings. And, but the light is at the end of the tunnel. Vaccines are making their way through. And for myself and many others, one of those things that I really enjoyed doing pre-pandemic was travel. I love to travel, even though, you know, I live in... White Rock, BC, a lovely place, but our world is small, and I would like to see as much of it as I can. Now, I'm thinking to myself, well, I had to catch up on last year's travel, too, because 2020, we couldn't really do as much.
1: Yeah, it really sucked. It really nice.
0: sucked. So comes out to a fathom on, I would like to be able to see more of Canada, if not the rest of the world. But I also don't want to spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on flights and hotels and all of what makes travel really expensive, where... There are methods, and we'll be getting into this into a good amount of detail on methods that we can use to make this more um, economical, make it affordable, make it in reach for all of us to be able to um, travel in a way that we would like to travel. Now, Mm -hmm. taking a step back, it comes out to when you're thinking, I might want to start traveling for cheap. And some of this will get into points and reward programs and credit cards and loyalty programs where... And it takes a step back to think on what do I find value in? Where do I want to build loyalty? Mm -hmm. So after all, this is all about being rewarded for loyalty and rewarding yourself with programs that you are going to find value in. So I know many people that they love to do Airbnbs. And there are programs that can help make Airbnbs affordable. There's also many people that might enjoy... flying on business class flights to international destinations. And there are programs that will help allow for that as well. Yes. Everyone has different preferences. Some people don't even care about airlines because they got methods such as work purchases that allow for that to make that happen. And they might want to care more about hotels. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's not any of those. Maybe I'm a homebody and I can't justify traveling. Or maybe I'm traveling with my family once a year because that's the only time that we can get away. Yeah. Everyone has this background. Everyone has their goals, ambitions, and there are various programs out there to help maximize on this. So with points, the high level concept with points is you want to earn points for as cheaply as you can, ideally doing things that you're already doing, maybe some slight tweaks, and then spending them on things that are worth a lot more. Mm. Very simple philosophy of buy low, sell high. Okay. Now, in terms of earning points, so many people might have a credit card that they've gotten from a long time ago. And I was in the very same position back in January, February, where I had a basic cashback credit card that costs nothing and I'm getting free cash back. And I thought at the time that was the best thing in the world because yeah. I'm getting free money for spending that I'm already doing. Exactly. And free money for the money that I'm already spending is great because it makes spending cheaper. However, if you put a little bit into it or you think about it a bit more strategically, you can exponentially get more value out of that spending. And those activities that we're already doing day to day, that can really help get the most value out of it. So
1: basically get rewarded for stuff you're already paying
0: for. Absolutely. Okay. So back when and back January, February 2021, lockdown, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I want to travel again when possible, but I don't want to have to pay for it. So I heard from from some friends on getting into this and I was a bit apprehensive at first because we care about our credit. We want to be strong mm. financially. Absolutely. So everyone's situation is different. So before we get into this too much, mm. a strong prerequisite prerequisite is be diligent financially. Don't have credit card debt. Making sure that you're very um, knowledgeable about what you're doing, why you're doing it. Don't let things get out of hand.
1: Because Yeah, because credit cards can be dangerous. I know They people can be that...
0: so dangerous. Interest rates are ridiculously high. There, any sort of credit card debt or accruing interest will wipe out any gains that you make. Yeah. So, and
1: and they, they basically, they love uh, people that can't pay absolutely. back, right? Because it's just more money for, for the credit card company. So, so okay. your prerequisite for
0: all of this yeah. is be strong financially. Okay. Not so much be strong. Don't You don't need to be rich for this. I know many people that are more into points than I am, and they don't work high jobs. They... Use it as a method to allow for travel. Okay. So I thought at my point there, I'd like to start traveling for cheap, if not free. Mm -hmm. I'd like to get in on this as best I can. But there's the other side of this too for many people is what do you want to use your credit for? Mm -hmm. Many of us have a good credit. We might want to look at buying a house or buying a car or whatever that we might want to do. And those are great goals to have. Yeah. For myself at this current stage, I... Have my mortgage on my place I live, and I own my car outright. Yeah, you've so done it already. I've yeah. got, and so at the same time, I don't need my credit to be useful for until my mortgage renews in let's say three and a half four years. Mm-hmm. So what is that doing for me now? Not yeah, so much. Not it's not being a lot, useful right? for it in case I would like to use it. So let's start to get some value out of this. And at the same time, this whole points thing that we'll get into over this episode isn't going to. Uh, destroy your credit too much it's going to have a little bit of an impact but over time it will actually help your credit
1: yeah because on on that I I was looking into this myself recently and I noticed I didn't really realize that when you apply for a new credit card um, it drops your your credit score a little bit because they it's called like a hard inquiry or whatever the the company has to do into you and even though you know my credits like perfect basically um, Uh, the, you know, when you, I apply for a new credit card, if I look back at my credit score, it's like, Oh, it dropped, but I, I keep paying everything on time and everything. So I guess, yeah, if you start applying for more, it'll, but I think let, let me know if I'm wrong here, but if you have a, one of those great credit scores, which is usually above 800, right? Um, these inquiries into your credit report don't do as much to people so that have a your, lesser...
0: Yeah, your credit score is made up right? of a couple different components, some of which is like on-time payments, some yeah. of which are your hard inquiries, some of which mm. are your um, amount... Like Another one is debt utilization. So if I have a certain amount of credit available, how much of that are you actually actively using? So yes. someone that has only $500 available on my first credit card that I've ever had and I'm constantly maxing it out, Yes, that doesn't look so good. That's right. So... The other side of it is, okay, your average age of accounts, how long have you had, had your accounts open for? So yep. as you start getting into this um, points game a lot more is you'll have a lot more open accounts for longer. So that mm. will help. And also you'll have a lot of credit that you have available and you're not using as much In total.
1: It. Yeah, that's right.
0: So the with that said is I got started on this game. Mm-hmm. I will call it a game because okay. we're using this mm-hmm. to get good value for ourselves we are winning the game.
1: Absolutely. So
0: I started off with this uh, CIBC Aeroplan Infinite card. So these many of these bank credit cards, they'll have welcome bonuses. Mm. They would like to reward us for using their product that they are like to basically sell us. And so there's different reward programs out there. And the one that I wanted to start off with was Aeroplan. Aeroplan okay. is partnered with Air Canada. Um, it For those living in Canada, it provides great value because... Most places in Canada, if not into the U.S., will fly with Air Canada, if not one of their partner airlines. Mm-hmm. So that's the first piece. The second piece is their points are generally well-valued, where sometimes you get certain redemption value, and we'll get into that as mm-hmm. we go on. Mm-hmm. And the last bit there is it's something that I already knew about. It's not like I'm starting off with a new point reward program that I've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. So I heard about Aeroplane from friends and family. It's yeah, It's not me too. like it's new. It's out, it's out there. Yeah. Um, so... The welcome bonus on this card was 20,000 Aeroplan points. I didn't know when I was going to use them, but I thought I might as well start. Yeah. So I started, and so to get typically with these welcome bonuses, you have to spend a little bit on the card. Right. So, like, I some of these cards out there, they actually do it on first purchase. Oh, and we'll get into some of the cards I've gotten over the it, years. It can just be like a $1 purchase, and it'll. Uh, I've done one of those. Yeah. Um, so, this Aeroplan Infinite card from CIBC, it was 20,000 points plus a Buddy Pass. Mm. So, Buddy Pass. I can use that to fly someone else with me out. i heard of those, yeah. Out to wherever, and they just have to pay the fees. Mm, okay. So.
1: And the, the fees we're talking like what are we?
0: So the fees we're talking these? like forty bucks for going across the country. Yeah, is taxes. it is it
1: just like those those weird airport, surcharges taxes? Yeah. Airport taxes. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And so. Sorry, I gotta I gotta I gotta get my drink. You gotta get your drink here. on. This
0: is so captivating. <laughs> oh, carry on. So. 20,000 points, BuddyPass, we're spending $1,000 in four months. And for some people thinking, well, that's a fair bit of money, yes. But how we get through that are a couple different ways. First way, you just switch your primary card that you use for your day-to-day purchases. Mm. You're not getting any benefit out of using your debit card for spending. Correct, yeah. Your credit card, as long as you follow that prerequisite, the prerequisite being strong financially. Mm. and having your due diligence and being responsible. So mm. I will use my credit card for all of my day-to-day purchases. Okay. Then you always pay it off at the end of the month, if not yes. sooner. So with this $1,000 in four months, I switch all my day-to-day spending onto the card. So I just use it as I normally would.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And lo and behold, you get through that minimum spending, and you get all these points. You'll also get points on the spending that you're doing with the card itself. So many of these cards, you'll get, let's say one, one point per dollar that you spend. Mm. So you start earning these points, but you're not going to get too far or get a significant amount of points by just spending at just, I can spend one, I can get one point per dollar and to fly to Edmonton and back in a couple of weeks from now would be let's say 18,000 points or Mm. from here to Toronto in here to Toronto in November. Would be and right here being Vancouver to Toronto would be around seventeen thousand points in the winter, like, like several months out. So yeah. that's like seventeen thousand points. I think seventeen thousand dollars. That's mm. a lot. Mm. So these new credit cards they will offer welcome bonuses in good, sizable amounts. And they basically cover
1: almost like one trip, kind of right, right off the bat, right?
0: Absolutely. So okay. twenty thousand points and the Spidey Pass. Yeah, for spending a thousand dollars, and that's great.
1: How, what, how much is the buddy pass valued at? Like, so,
0: here's the fun part. So, you can actually convert a buddy pass to uh-huh. more points. Uh, okay. Because my general use case here is I don't want to fly with someone else and pay for them. I'd rather fly myself in either business class or a much more farther flight. So, you could convert a uh, buddy pass to 30,000 points. So, uh, I'm not getting 20,000 points out of this. I'm getting 50,000 points out of this.
1: Wow, look at that.
0: And so... I, you have to call in to Aeroplan to convert the Buddy Pass. However, the fun part here is some of these cards, and the reason I didn't really get into this before is, like my first credit card that I had, the cash back cards that we all mm. had probably had before,
1: mm-hmm.
0: had no annual fee. Yeah, many of these cards have annual fees that have these good point bonuses because you get you get what you pay, and well, we're being good customers.
1: That's what I that's what I realized because I uh, this. One thing the cibc infinite for mm-hmm. instance is that one that had one of those annual fees or was it the the free one
0: so many of these cards are from banks they may have a first year free yeah because
1: that's the other thing because i i'll tell you uh, i actually never told you this like mm-hmm. uh, off air or anything either but i i signed up um, <clears throat> preliminarily i actually got scotia gold Oh, you got Scotia uh, Scotia Gold. Scotia Gold I, it's called Scotia Gold Amex. Mm-hmm. That
0: one. Uh, we can talk oh, about I, that one a little bit oh, later. Oh yes, that's that's um, on the that's on my favorite list. And
1: yeah, and so I, I get I get that that first year. Boom, there it is, everyone. Sorry, I just pulled a, it out of my wallet I here. He just pulled <laughs> it out of his wallet. It looks so nice, but uh, yeah, I got uh, I applied for that one. I'm approved, you mm-hmm. know, all the time. And then I I applied for one of those free ones from CIBC. Mm-hmm. Um, not the not the $120 annual fee one, but the $0 fee. And it's okay. a, I think it's a 10,000. Probably 000... the platinum. Yeah. Yep. I think it's I'll a, a, a 10,000 Aeroplan yep. point uh, sign up yep. bonus for just first purchase, right? Yep. And that's pretty much it. But um, yeah, what I did realize was, because doing my own research, is that I've always been, you know, in the past, free credit cards because I don't want to have another yeah. annual fee. But then I realized <clears throat> over time, actually, my my parents have uh, the Visa Avion one, mm-hmm. uh, which is also another flying kind of credit card, right? Travel, um, $120 a year, I think it is. The credit cards that have the most, uh, and a lot of people, a lot of adults have that one too. Um, These credit cards that have the best benefits come with the annual fees, and that's just something you have to deal with, let's say, you
0: know? Well, um, the big piece that we also need to consider here are two considerations here. The first one is no one ever said that you had to keep the card forever.
1: And exactly. often,
0: yep. you can get these cards again and again.
1: Are you, are you allowed to apply to the same one? After, if you you are. It? Typically,
0: is you'll have a couple years in between. So yeah. often, yeah. what we'll, okay. the term here is churning. Mm. We'll churn through cards and do them multiple times, or we will mm. swap out different cards with different cards and cancel and reapply mm. Mm. and keep getting those welcome bonuses because there are terms and conditions that are typically working in our favor. Now, there are some exclusions to that, such as American Express, Mm-hmm. Um, however, in most cases where, let's say for my CIBC infinite visa, my first basic one that I got with points mm-hmm. is it's first year free. So I didn't have to pay a fee. I'm yeah. getting all these points. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that says I actually have to keep it past the first year.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So with that said, I plan on canceling it after I hit my first year. Okay. T- TD still- has a very equivalent card that I'm going to do next. Oh, okay. And just cycle through them. Ah, right. So TD Aeroplan Infinite, very similar if not the same card in terms of yeah. the perks, the benefits. I saw that Also one. has a welcome bonus. That's right. Yep. Get more points.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At the same time, it helps have a Visa card to put some day-to-day stuff on because not everywhere takes other credit cards that we'll be getting into very soon. So mm-hmm. after I did my Aeroplan Infinite, I did that Aeroplan Platinum, the free one from CIBC. Mm-hmm. I did that card too. Mm-hmm. And you never bought use it again. I after. bought a cup of coffee. I got 10,000 points and the card goes into the card drawer there you go in my condo i have the card drawer which is all the cards i don't use anymore because you work through them and you put them in the bin mm-hmm. and then you got to remember to cancel them after the first year now that free one let's keep it open
1: yeah because it doesn't It doesn't uh, do anything doesn't do anything right that's interesting it's not
0: providing value to me but that's more than fine so uh, that's how i got started on this and then it grows exponentially from there
1: and so i guess i guess looking looking at it right now if we're talking about all these cards I never thought of this before but that's why i have you here to provide me wisdom casey is these ones that these um credit cards that have the annual fee and they have the sign up bonus uh, like the td visa infinite Mm -hmm. and the cibc infinite whatever um you'd recommend not having them at the same time well because then depending
0: on what programs that you're finding value in though
1: well because assuming you know you want to can't you want to cancel to avoid paying the annual fee for Mm -hmm. the second year you can just sign up for the other one that you didn't already have and get that first year correct yeah, I see now. Okay.
0: So many programs have, again, I'd recommend looking into the TNCs of the cards that you're looking into. Mm-hmm. Some cards don't have first year free. So you have to pay that yeah. first year fee right off the bat. But then it's up to you to decide on what value that you're going to get out of that card or whether you feel it's worth it to apply. Mm-hmm. Some cards have very steep annual fees and they're not first year free. Yes. One of those in particular is the... American Express airplane reserve or the American Express Platinum cards.
1: Oh, I was waiting to hear that name, American Express Platinum. I know that's your favorite. It's card. one you of the it ones. To...
0: It's one of the ones that I'm working through right now. And... You just
1: get your wallet out and you just whip it on the table, and everyone's like, "Oh." oh, oh.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> the main piece here is those cards have steep annual fees. They're in the five to six hundred to seven hundred dollar yeah, a year that. range. However, hundreds of thousands of points off of them make it worthwhile because I can do multiple trips with the amount of points there. They'll also offer other perks that you can't just buy off the street, such as priority access on Air Canada, status bumps, lounge access, who knows what, Mm -hmm. uh, concierge service. But beyond that is the beginning concept here is we are earning points for cheap, which is typically through credit card sign-up bonuses, spending that we're already doing by switching our spending over to these new cards, and then using them for expensive things, such as business class flights, Mm. luxury hotels. So... The Aeroplan is a stronger program here in Canada. There's other programs such as, well, you can do air miles, but I'd rather not. Um, yeah. I looked at air miles. So yeah. You know. So you know we've all heard of air miles. You'll go to Safeway mm-hmm. and you see air miles and I'm not avidly collecting them. The, cha- the thing that I also keep my eye on is um, what kind of redemption value I can get. Yes. And more on top of that is flexibility from other programs. American Express, they can also, many of their cards can transfer to Aeroplan. They cannot okay. transfer air miles. Oh, okay. So you can, depending on how you're earning your points, and many people also earn points off of business spending. Mm. An example of this is I might need to incur some company expenses. I might need to, you know, buy some stuff for the company. I might need to buy lunch for coworkers and stuff. Correct. I'd like to do that because then I can take the points on my own credit card and, and get then reimbursed. Get reimbursed afterwards. for it. I'm not actually paying, but I'm exactly. just getting points from it. But
1: you're getting the points. I know my uh that's how my dad uh collected you know, hundreds of thousands, um, I can't remember how many points he had, but of Marriott points. Let's and, get into Marriott. Yeah. And so basically for to finish his little story there, he, he, uh, his last job that he had in his career was for the last few years was, uh, being a technical consultant for, um, the maintenance on airline engines and for Air Canada. So basically they'd send, they contract out the maintenance work on the engines to a, to a third party, um, a facility in you know it was usually in Europe like Germany uh, you know Holland or uh, even the UK and everything and he'd go uh, and and France even he'd go and uh, for like months at a time in the mayor and be staying in the Marriott he put it all on his card get reimbursed for it and he with in turn gets hundreds of thousands of points and we use those afterwards years later for when uh, we would go cross-country uh driving back from university from ontario to bc through the states we'd stay we stayed everywhere for free because of those points
0: because that of those marriott points. music to my ears exactly so let's talk about marriott so okay um now it first starts off with airline miles because you know that's the main one but one thing that no not many people think about too closely but i'm starting to put a bit more focus on these days is when you're going somewhere you have to fly there or mm-hmm. not you don't have to fly there but if you're going somewhere that you've got to fly to well, you're flying there, but that's a one-time cost during your trip. Mm-hmm. You have to fly there, you have to fly back. But mm. the other side of this is, when you're staying somewhere, you got to pay every single night for somewhere to stay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. So that's where there's good value in hotel redemption. Yes. So there's many ho- hotel loyalty programs, Hilton, High, high uh, Marriott's one of our preferred ones, they typically have decent redemption values mm. and ways to get um, status with the hotels. So in April, a friend of mine who is also into points asked me, what are you doing this weekend? And it's April of 2021. We're in the high COVID case numbers. And I'm like, you know what? I got nothing going on this weekend. What's going on? Mm. And he told me that he was going to do a mattress run. Okay. So Marriott had a promotion going on at the time where if you're with hotel statuses, they typically come with the amount of nights that you're staying per year. Yes. So you'll get certain status, let's say if I spend 10 nights a year with the hotel, mm. I spend 20 nights, 5 nights with the hotel a year, 50, 75 and so on. Mm. So Marriott was having a promotion at the time where you would get double the nights for status qualification. For every night double that you
1: Double the nights for status
0: qualification. Okay. So I spend one night at the hotel, I'm actually it counts for two nights for my status. Oh, okay. I so got gotcha. Yeah. Marriott's redemption and how that one works is well, I can use points towards a hotel stay. You can earn points with your merit credit cards or from your stays themselves, and you can spend them. Now, there's going to be some expensive hotels like Overwater Villas in the Maldives, which are several thousand dollars a night. (laughs) Those are your top level. Or you have your um, hole in the wall hotel uh, by the Edmonton Airport, Oh yeah, which is your lowest level. Exactly. So merit counts them as different categories. I know. Yeah, I realize that too. You have your category eights, which are your overwater villas in the Maldives, the Ritz-Carlton in uh, downtown in um, Manhattan, overlooking Central Park. Mm -hmm. Then you have your category ones, which are your. uh, There's only six of them in Canada. There's only six category ones in Canada. Really? Do you know where they are? The um, a number, a handful of them are in Alberta. So you have a couple of them in Edmonton, one in uh, Medicine Hat. You got uh, I think one in Winnipeg, and then one in rural Ontario.
1: Like category one with. So like being the highest amount. Lowest. Of, oh, the lowest. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because so I was going to say, I, like, I, know, stayed, th- I stayed in a Marriott on my dad's points in Winnipeg, and that was one of the lowest rates I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, so
0: this yeah. one this one here was 5,000 Marriott points a night. But in this case here, we were looking to get status for the next year. where he, mm. My friend was looking for status for the next year. So it made sense. And he had a handful of these Marriott points built up over various spending activities over the previous years. And so it, he felt that he wanted to spend all of these points to get a whole bunch of nights for status. Mm. But we don't have time to, one thing that not many people talk about, but you don't actually have to stay somewhere if you're wanting to get the nights for it. So what we did is mm. we drove to Edmonton, checked into the hotel. <laughs> Our stay there was for three weeks Yeah. to get a whole bunch of qualifying nights for status. <laughs> but we didn't actually stay there. And we used points for all the, for all the stay.
1: Oh, okay, interesting. So that's because called it's, a mattress run because it's at a lower rate. The well, it's, it's a affordable. cheap hotel, so it's five thousand yeah.
0: points a night. But yeah, we're basically only spending twenty five hundred a night for status. Yes, because it's double the nights. Exactly. Marriott also has a perk where if you're redeeming points for a stay, it's you're paying for four nights, but you get the fifth night free. Mm, okay. During that over three weeks, you're actually not spending as many points. Yeah, to get status. So my friend there managed to get himself up to that titanium level status, which is seventy five nights a year. In April. Hmm. So
1: wait. So wait, what? What does the the status do for you though? So I guess, some uh... of the
0: perks of the status is you get your early che- whatever check, whatever check-in time that you want. Yeah. Um, late checkout at four pm. Oh, okay. Um, some hotels have lounge access. Mm-mm. You'll get welcome p- points for staying there. You'll get free breakfast. Mm-mm. Um, other perks like that. So okay, it they're nice things to have. They're not by any means required to maintain loyalty. Mm. However. I was bored one weekend, so I might as well come along for the ride. I wasn't (laughs) doing my own mattress run by any means. Yeah. But when I got back, I applied for the Marriott Bonvoy American Express credit card.
1: Ah, look at that.
0: So that credit card was fun. It had 65,000 Bonvoy points as its welcome bonus if you spend three grand in three months. Now, three grand in three months actually sounds like a much steeper order than one thousand in four months. Sounds like a lot of money to spend. Mm. But there's other ways that we can also get that spending out of the way. And some of those are, I might pay for my car insurance once a year. Mm-hmm. That car insurance might cost one, two, three, four thousand dollars. Exactly. Let's say, it costs somewhere in between there. Yeah, I can do that lump sum car insurance purchase on a new credit card. Exactly. And blast through the minimum spend like that.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's very true. What about um, because this is this is one of those things I read about where you get you can basically. Acc- Accrue or accumulate points for stuff that you're already going to pay regardless. Uh, for instance, absolutely rent and yeah, obviously car insurance, rent, telephone bill. Um, yeah, so utilities. rent is a tougher I, one. Yeah, rent I, is I know a tougher those are tough. One. And I would ask, do you, do you know uh, of any kind of ways to get that? There's services out on there. Credit card. Yeah, there's
0: services out there called like plastic or Pay Simply that you can use. I've heard of plastic Yeah. Yeah, so plastic you can pay a fee for it. Sometimes it's worthwhile if you just need to work through the minimum spend. Mm. There's other mechanisms too that you can use, and so for some of these is you know you might be doing spending on something later on but not within this three months Mm. so some of those for example i might buy a gift card for okay i might go to the grocery store buy a gift card Mm
1: -hmm. let's
0: say i know i'm going to be buying a laptop as a gift for a family member at christmas Mm -hmm. we're in august right now Mm -hmm. we're in Mm -hmm. september we're in the fall but i know it's not gonna be within this three months Mm -hmm. i can go get a gift card for that and i'm getting the spend now as long again to our key role, you got to be strong financially in order to make this whole system work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: doing what you're comfortable with too. Sometimes you're not comfortable with it.
1: Yeah. I I assume, yeah, there's different levels to this. You can be on a really intense level, which I feel like you are compared to like, if I'm getting started into this, I'm going to be on a very basic level. It comes outside
0: whatever everyone's comfortable with. And we're not here to push people into things that it's making sure that we're capturing these minimum spend requirements to get these points and then we can use them for travel. So. Now, what we're getting into a lot here is around this time is it sounds like I'm just getting a whole bunch of points. I'm not really using them. Mm -hmm. So how we use these points is these points I've already earned so far, the 50,000 AeroPlan, or even more than that now because I did another card in between there. I got all the Marriott points. So in July, I visited some friends on the other side of the country in Ottawa and Montreal. So I used my points for a flight. Mm. So I flew from Vancouver to Ottawa. On points, so I pay forty dollars for that fl- flight in taxes and fees.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Which, when you're redeeming for Aeroplan or redeeming for flights, typically you'll want to spend a little bit of money, and rather than just doing strict points. And that might seem like, hold on, don't you want to sp- fly for free? Realistically, mm-hmm. yes. However, you also want to use your card's um, insurance benefits. Yes, that's right. They do come with those. Yeah. You're not going to get those benefits if you're not spending on the card. Yeah. I put a little bit of a flight on the card, then I'll get those. Insurance perks.
1: Mm. So and insurance, we're talking like like lost baggage, well, lost and, baggage, and all this other stuff, medical insurance medical if you have or... at it.
0: Yeah, so any sort yeah. of insurance benefits that you get on your cards, mm. you're not going to get if you're not spending on it for your flight.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, so anyhow, when I was in Ottawa, yeah, I stayed at a hotel in Ottawa, uh, my friend's place there. Um, it w- it worked out better for me to stay. I could stay in a hotel. I could be a great guest and not have to intervene. Or to, you know, sometimes when we have guests over, it, it goes both ways. So I stayed at a hotel in Ottawa for 35,000 points for two nights, 35,000 Bonvoy points. So I used up some of the welcome bonus. I still had a whole bunch of points left. Mm, mm. Stayed in Ottawa for the hotel there, took the train to Montreal. But yeah, um, and that was just a via rail train. And then the flight back from Montreal was on points as well.
1: Mm,
0: so okay. managed to use up some of those points, had a lovely trip. And it was that was the first, um, the pers- po- the first post-vaccine flight that I took in this wonderful age that we live. So it comes <laughs> yeah. out to is it also helps to get value out of the work that we're doing on these points. Mm. Because the another piece of this game that I haven't talked about too much yet is there's, there's value in having a handful of points. Yes. But these points are not like money where they're getting interest or you're saving up for something. There's also a risk in the community called devaluation. Okay. Some programs might devalue their point currencies because they these points cost the airlines money. Yeah. And so they might mm-hmm. want to devalue them, make things cost more points than they cost before.
1: Yeah. Cause they realize maybe, uh, it's too easy for people to, uh, to get up to the certain point threshold where they, yeah. can there's help. many
0: reasons that they might you know? devalue. So yeah. there is risk of devaluation. So the whole name of the game, I'm churning, earning and burning points. Yeah. I Churn, credit cards, earn points, burn points on fun trips.
1: Yeah. It, Cause I also heard this thing talking about burning points. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, mm-hmm. but, if you let's say you have one of those first year free um, mm-hmm. cards, cards. Mm-hmm. let's say Scotia gold, whatever. Um, you earn a bunch of points on it. Then you cancel at the end of the first year mm-hmm. because you don't want to use it anymore. You don't want to pay the annual fee. Uh, the points associated with that card. I've heard that sometimes they go, uh, they, they, go they could go away. So that's why I'd you have recommend, to use them before canceling. Well, I'd recommend, yeah, well, right? I'd
0: recommend um making sure that your credit cards that you go for have a transferable, not so much a transferable program, but a corresponding program that goes with it. So, for example, Aeroplan is its own program independent of CIBC. Yeah. Avion is with RBC. Yeah. Some banks' cards, if you transfer those points to a different card, then you're okay before cancelling. Uh, okay. However, the other piece here is use your points.
1: What about if you... um? This is another uh, thing that a recommendation, let's say, was... One of these cards, like Scotia Gold, for instance, or no, forget it, uh, one of the AeroPlan credit cards, like CIBC, uh, Infinite, whatever, you don't want to pay that annual fee. So instead of canceling your card, you go down to one of the free cards. Yeah, you
0: can do product switching too. So product switching is its own category that I haven't even gotten into, into too much. Yeah. Where you can say, well, it's, I would like to product switch this, which for some banks, and I don't have specific details, but you can actually get the welcome bonus on those other cards without the credits, credit hit or the additional account that show up.
1: Hmm. Okay,
0: so that's interesting. I would, it's something to look into when suitable. At this stage of my game that I am playing, I'm not planning on doing any sort of processing anytime soon because mm. there's still cards to get, and mm. I don't need to start switching away from existing ones yet. Yeah. Um, CIBC, I already got both cards, so I'll just cancel the one other one. And there's also privilege cards, too, which are quite high up there in terms of earn rates and otherwise. But True. there's also what value that you're getting out of that compared to other cards that you already have.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary to get all the top the top dog cards from each um
0: from each one well it's what you find that you're going to find value in true yeah so at the same time then i started getting into some big boy cards such as the aeroplane reserve platinum cards mm. scotia gold and that's where we just start cranking it up a bit mm, mm. so there are some really good welcome bonuses back in June, July, August, with ten times points on dining and grocery, and oh, yeah. like you know what, get better capture them all. So you do.
1: I feel like I feel like these these offers though they come up all the time though, like these um, bonus
0: offers. If they're record bonuses, typically not so much. So okay, um, it's something as well to keep an eye out.
1: I mean, like the sign up bonuses
0: though. Well, because
1: they always want people to. They want come and yeah, but more spend more, on their card, no?
0: Yeah, but more so now. American Express took a bit of a wager because, well, it's. it's July, August, September 2021. Mm. We're opening back up. Yeah. People are going to want to travel. Let's capitalize on this. Get a whole bunch of people to use our cards. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: So, with that said, started getting into like Aeroplan Reserve, getting a whole bunch of points that way, and then started getting into like working through a whole bunch of cards at once where I might have a whole bunch of company expenses coming up. So, I might want to plan for that and get a card to. I know I I'll be able to work through the minimum spend on it. So, some of these cards, like the American Express, Plat- Express Platinum, the Platinum card has a really high sign, like they have big sign up bonus. Yeah. But a large amount of spending. Yeah. That's so, that correct. card, the fun one there, is it $6,000 in six months.
1: So, 1000 a month, basically. Correct. Okay.
0: Right. So, thankful but if you got a large purchase coming up, so let's say I know I'm doing home renovations, mm-hmm. or I know my company's going to send me off on some trips, or I need to incur some company expenses. Or it's I know not
1: very un, uh, unreachable. Then. It's not
0: very unreachable at that point. Yeah. Or if you have a significant other that can also help out with that too.
1: Correct. Yeah.
0: So some of these things are a bit easier, but as long as you plan for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's it's strategic in the yeah. in when to get uh, a certain card. You know, and not just like right away. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, okay. And
0: on top yeah. of that, many banks will typically only like let's say if I'm applying for a credit card, they're doing that one check when I'm getting that credit card, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. The one secret that sometimes doesn't isn't as widely familiar with is if I apply for multiple cards on the same day, there's only one credit check. Yeah. So it doesn't hit doesn't hit the credit as much. So back at the end of July, I did three credit cards in one day because, you might as well get the most value out of the credit hit.
1: I did I did my my Scotia Gold application and my um and my basic CIBC true. one uh, the free one yep. in the in the same day well, as well. Well, that's so. not going to help you too much. And yeah, the reason true. there is because is it's two different
0: banks. Yeah. So if you did, let's say, your Scotia Gold and a different Scotia um, credit product or Mm. another credit card, then it would have only been one hit from Scotia. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about the Scotia Gold. Okay. We keep bringing it up from here to here. (laughs) I feel it needs its own segments because of such good value of it. I think it does. um, A little bit of information about it is it's... um, American Express card from Scotiabank in mm. Canada. So Scotiabank is the only bank in Canada to also carry American Express as a payment provider. Many banks okay. such as BMO, um, BMO uh, TD, RBC, CIBC, they'll typically carry, for the most mm. part, Visa, and some of them carry MasterCard. MasterCard, right. Right. Yeah. Scotiabank is the only one that also does American Express. Mm. So the Scotiabank card, so the first one here is says it's first year free. So nice part is you can get the card. Try it out. If you don't like it or you just don't feel like you're getting good value out of it, just cancel it after the first year. Yeah. The second piece is there's other ways, and I don't think – I'm not sure if you did this with your card or not. I did it with mine. There's a site out there called Great Canadian Rebates.
1: Okay. So, I've probably seen yeah, it. So Great Canadian Rebates before, yeah. gives
0: cash back if you use their website to go get the card to oh, the okay. tune of
1: $110. Oh, okay. So
0: I got $110 free dollars. First year free, so I'm getting paid to get this card. Well, what, it sounds like I'm just trying to sell it to you at this point.
1: No, no, no. Well, because what what I did, my mine was something similar along the same lines, except it was, uh, I think it was, I think it was a site called Credit Genius or whatever, okay. and uh, they were giving a hundred hundred dollar Amazon gift cards with signing up. Same concept for Scotia Gold, so that I did it through them. So
0: as long as you're getting good value out of it, exactly and with American Express cards. Um, well, a little segue here before we get back onto the Scotia Gold mm-hmm. is American Express cards, such as your Aero, your platinum cards. Your reserve cards, your mm. any of those cards, they'll often have Big referral bo- Well, they'll have referral bonuses. Mm. If I, Casey, want to refer Misha or Miles to <laughs> the um, Aeroplan card, not Aeroplan, but to the American Express card of their choice that I might already have, I can refer them and I get points and sometimes they'll get an elevated sign up bonus.
1: Oh, I see. So yeah.
0: it helps to keep in the community where. We don't hear about cards on their own. We hear about them word of mouth from a referral offer. Yeah, true. So it helps out everyone. So um, with the Scotia Scotia Gold one, it didn't really have a, any sort of referral. Mm. But the Great Canadian Rebates is a way to also make sure that you're getting someone something, and by that being yourself, yeah. something for getting <laughs> a card. So the big piece here with the Scotia program, so Scotia rewards are quite flexible. Okay. So I can redeem Scotia points at a ratio of one cent per point. So I have 100 points. I get a dollar. Yeah. And I can redeem that for any travel related purchase. So at the beginning of this this episode, I had mentioned where, well, yeah, if you like doing business class flights to fancy destinations or hotels, that's great. If you like doing Airbnbs, there's ways to make that affordable, too. Yeah. With making that affordable, you can use your Scotia Rewards to pay for your Airbnb. You can Mm -hmm. use your Scotia Rewards to pay for your off-brand hotel in Tofino. Mm -hmm. You can use Mm -hmm. Scotia Rewards to pay for your car rental. Any travel-related expense you can use Scotia Rewards for. And how it works? Well, the nice part about Scotia Rewards is you don't actually have to book it through Scotia. It just shows up as a statement credit. So it just offsets the purchase, so you're basically getting it for free.
1: Oh, I understand. Okay.
0: So that's the first piece with how Scotia Rewards work, which makes them relatively handy to have in the tool belt. They'll just catch everything else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Can can you transfer them to something like? Uh, are they transferable to something like like Aeroplan or whatever? Not if you want they're to, not transferring
0: what? them. You could use no. them to pay for a cash fare for a flight, which can also have its own. It can also have its own perks. Mm-hmm. Airlines will typically, when you're looking to go for airline status as the next level, mm. they'll typically require for you to actually spend money with the airline. You can't just get airline status by just flying a lot without actually spending money with them. Yeah, yeah. But you're spending money with them if you're using your Scotia Rewards. You're just not paying for it out of your own pocket. Exactly. So the Scotia Awards are a handy one to have in the tool belt. Very underrated in the community, but very highly sought after. They're very handy to have.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And the nice part about the Scotia Gold is it has multipliers. So for most things that you'll spend on the Scotia Gold, you will get one cent per point on most purchases. Yeah. However, you'll get three cents or three points per dollar, three points per dollar on, I believe, streaming services. Um, gas, mm. and a couple other things, right? So you're getting basically three percent back.
1: Yeah, I know off there was. I think it was uh, with uh, s- participating restaurants and food services and and stuff. Uh, it, it was. It was. I think it was five, five times. And then three was whatever you just yeah. said with gas and
0: and. Yeah. So five times yeah. on grocery and dining. Yeah. One fun one here for your information here, Misha, is mm. BC Liquor Stores counts as grocery. On the scotia gold it does not count as grocery or dining on other credit cards <laughs> so my scotia gold is my bc liquor card
1: that's funny because it counts as five times
0: so <laughs> i'm, I'm hearing I'm three, three five times yeah. is well i'm getting five basically five percent back yeah by using specific cards in specific places or the scotia gold card is first year free you can use these points for anything so it's a great i'd like to recommend it to your, to everyone, to the listeners, mm. it's a great starter card if you're trying to get into this for the first time. Okay. You don't have to build loyalty to anything.
1: Yeah. No, I'm glad I am glad I did apply, actually, to it. I'm very glad, too. It seemed it seemed like when I... Because I, I looked at countless sites. I looked at countless sites uh, at night and everything, and all the, the different um, cards, and you know which one I think I, I could probably do first off. And... But
0: it's getting your feet wet. You're not just jumping yeah. straight into the deep end. And I don't recommend yeah, exactly. for people to jump into the deep end, unless you're familiar with what you're doing and then how to... Make sure you gain value out of the work that you're doing with us. And for some of us, it's just we start using the card for every day-to-day purchases. Yeah. For others, like myself, it becomes a bit more of a hobby. And as long as you're finding good value in the in what we'd like to do with it. Mm-hmm. And the Scotia Gold is a great starter card. And also has good value over time.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I realize, yeah, it works better if you have a variety of cards because you use them at very specific places and i guess if the scotia gold is almost seems like it could be like a jack of all trades sort of thing um in terms of getting point value back um it seems like it's a great card to to get actually yeah so. so
0: one thing i'll typically recommend as you start getting more and more cards is i'd also recommend spreadsheeting them that way you're keeping track of what's your minimum spend off of it what's what referral bonuses that oh you yeah get. i know you've told me if it's first this. year free when should you cancel it um yeah But one thing that I've done on mine is I have also added on which cards have which multipliers. Yes. So I know, for example, at BC Liquor, I'm using my Scotia Gold. Mm -hmm. However, if I'm using gas, I'll use my American Express Cobalt card, which gets me two times points at gas stations. Now, Mm -hmm. because of certain point valuations, I could do three times off of the Scotia Gold. but I'm getting two times Aeroplan off of the American Express Cobalt. So there's different, it's all sorts of different math that you can do to determine where you're going to find. find value in what you need to spend where yeah mm-hmm.
1: gosh Ooh. yeah because yeah I, I know i i would get i would lose track of everything and then you you know also when your statement dates come up as well you know mm-hmm. you can't necessarily remember them all unless you just make it you all on the to, same day Mike. yeah I and know. i've
0: most of mine are relatively lined at this point but yeah. at the same time is this whole name of the game Always pay off your statements in full. You yep. never carry a balance. Exactly. Sometimes, if you need to do payments in advance because that you find that these numbers are getting way too high, or you find that you're spending too much, which I'd recommend keep on your existing spending habits. Yeah. We're doing the spending that we're already doing and not anything more. Yeah. It might seem as you start getting to very large, thick wallets full of plastic and metal, that might seem really tempting to just start spending like crazy.
1: Yeah, exactly. I've we been have, tempted you have so much credit available, right? Yeah, but...
0: we might as well spend. So. Can get very dangerous Gets very dangerous don't fall into the trap Mm -hmm. comes out to the prerequisite be smart financially
1: and what about in terms of the spending we're already doing like with the plastique for instance that service. Yeah, so
0: i might use plastic well i mean i typically
1: must oh sorry they must charge a little fee they charge
0: 2.8 percent. so okay i typically find it's not worth it unless you need to work through a minimum spend that you can't hit otherwise Mm -hmm. an example Back when I first got my AeroPlan reserve card, it was like 3,000 in three months. Yeah. But I had property taxes due that month. Oh, okay. So let's do out. that. I'll spend the $30 Yeah. just to not have to worry about it mm-hmm. You get the points for it.
1: It worked out, I guess. Yeah.
0: Or something such as rent, typically a bit more of a challenge unless it's like your property management agency that you can bill pay, mm-hmm. um, where like other expenses, like let's say college tuition, you can sometimes get away with if they have their own payment provider. But you also got to do the math on what value that you're going to get out of the points. Typically, it'll be somewhere around 2% okay, and
1: for 2%. AeroPlan because
0: AeroPlan is typically valued in terms of good. One thing with AeroPlan that you should always keep an eye on is what what kind of redemption value are you getting? Mm-hmm. And typically, I'll look at it at cents per point. So if a flight costs, let's say, $500 and it's costing $500, 25,000 points, it's around 2 cents per point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So with AeroPlan, I'll typically look at Above two cent per point, if I want to redeem for points. Okay. Um, other programs such as Scotia Rewards will typically only redeem at one cent per point because it's just a statement credit. Yeah. So yeah. depending on where you're finding value in your points, um, Marriott typically around one cent per point. Um, but the fun part is the point per the cents per point can typically go up on certain things such as business class flights.
1: Okay. So. Yeah.
0: I I'm working on some flights right now. I got some trips coming up where.
1: Which I was going to ask you about actually. Yeah. Where are Where is Casey going next uh, with this point lifestyle? Tell me,
0: please. So next week, I have some time off. So I am flying from Vancouver to Halifax.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Coast in, to coast? In business yep.
0: class. Business class. Because it was great redemption. So I'm spending 40,000 aeroplan points.
1: Look at this, people. We could all be doing this. 40,000
0: points to fly in a lay flat seat. Across the country the smart thing that I'm also doing here is I'm right flying a red-eye flight so I'm flying at night mm-hmm. which if you're in economy that sucks you're not getting any good sleep yeah but if I'm in a flat seat like a little pod on the plane I can sleep on the flight and I'm not paying for a night of hotel
1: yeah look at that Wow. so
0: flying to Halifax and from Halifax four nights in Halifax um, and then going from Halifax to st. John's Newfoundland for a Mm. couple of nights and then doing business class on the way back
1: okay and it goes um remind me again vancouver to halifax um they're both through toronto well toronto on the way there and then on
0: the way back is through montreal and calgary
1: montreal and calgary okay i see
0: if any listeners depending on when this podcast will come out thursday september 16th meet up at the um, west jets uh, elevation lounge in calgary airport feel free to come by (laughs) say hello
1: (laughs) Look at that, we schedule meetups on this podcast, yeah. But, um, what about, do you think there's a value in these points when you want to go international, when international? absolutely. Um, now, do they redeem... Uh, let's say Aeroplan points, uh, do uh, they redeem at the same valuation uh, with a partner airline in Star uh, Alliance yeah, as they do with Air Canada? If you, uh, I assume they Yeah, typically m- partners are not. fixed.
0: Partners are fixed in terms on what will cost what, but Air Canada will have dynamic pricing. So mm. for my flight out to Halifax and stuff, I'm getting like six cents per point redemption. Okay. So the flight itself will cost, let's say three or $4,000 for business class. I'm mm. paying 40-something thousand points. So it's... It's pretty good redemption value for the trip itself i I probably said six it's probably more like it's higher up there but business Mm. class flights are typically best redemption value for aeroplan in terms of international travel well depending on how far international that you're going are you looking at getting off the grid on where partner air canada flights will fly Um, air canada uh, star alliance um, are typically all grouped together so united lufthansa a handful of other airlines are partnered with them yeah you'll typically there is a online that say um Fixed rate chart for um, redemption.
1: Oh, okay. I and
0: see. the challenge that comes up sometimes is these partner airlines won't give up too much of their reward space for partner airlines Yeah, in business class, right? So I might want to fly to Frankfurt on Lufthansa through my aeroplane points, but they might not give up enough space on that flight for Air Canada redemption. Mm, okay. So um, a friend of mine who's also into points, he's booked... A flight internationally through his airplane. And it's flying from here to Vancouver to Frankfurt, Frankfurt Frankfurt to Ibiza. Mm, Okay, yeah. Yeah. from Ibiza to Nice pronunciation. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So he's doing that flight. But the fun part here is Air Canada right now has a um, flexible cancellation policy thanks to our lovely pandemic that we're in. So Uh, he doesn't know what date he's going to fly yet. But he has enough points where he's got speculative bookings out there. Oh, okay. So he doesn't know if he's flying July 9th or July 16th because he's waiting on friends to confirm. Oh, okay. And then he'll cancel the one that he doesn't need.
1: Oh, because they don't have a cancellation fee. For now. For now, at least. Mm, I see.
0: Or you can book flexible business class bookings, which are more oh, than true. fine. So yeah. a flight right. out there will typically cost, let's say, because it's booking for next summer, 2022. Yeah. Costing around $100,000 euro plan each way for business class lay flat oh, wow. seats. Yeah. Halfway around the world.
1: Wow, hundred thousand each way for yep. non-points. Yep,
0: it's hmm. expensive. Yeah, I mean, it sounds expensive, but if you got a plan to get those points, or if you're earning, depending on what earning that you're doing and where, what goals that you have, so what travel goals that you have, and mm-hmm. so let's say for some people is I want to see more of, the, of our own country, yeah. and the trip that I have coming up is within Canada. Um, at this stage of the this decade that we're in, it makes sense. I, it makes sense. It's a great opportunity to see the country that we already live in and to see a part of the country that. I've never been to before. I've never been to Newfoundland. So Mm. I felt it was great value to do so. I might book some international trips for next year. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, assuming, you know, this is the problem I have with international trips because as you know, right, and actually my listeners know because I did an episode on South Africa actually recently. And, you know, just... The COVID cost of mm-hmm. everything is yeah. just something that just takes the, the kind of savings out of everything, you know? Well, um,
0: I'm, yeah. I'm, and the, there is one thing that I haven't seen any good data on is whether um, the Scotia gold points can be redeemed for those kind of travel costs. Oh, yeah. But at the same time is... Um, these are costs, these are inconveniences if there are self-isolation requirements, additional testing that you need when you get there. Exactly. And then also what level of pandemic lockdowns are some of these countries in because vaccine rollout isn't the same internationally as it may be in Canada, the US, and exactly. other developed countries. So that is something that we should always be very considerate of in this decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that is, let's say if you have a goal to see South Africa, mm-hmm. it might not be your Canada that might be your best bet. You might want to part, you know, build up miles with, let's say, KLM. Yeah. Or with... Um, other airlines that may fly there, uh, depend, and there's other programs out there and most American express cards might have a general membership rewards program that can transfer to these other airlines. Mm, okay. So it may make you. sense depending on where your goals are, where you hope to fly. Maybe there's family in certain parts of the world that you'd like to visit a bit more often. Yeah. You may want to build up loyalty in different programs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause for me, for me, international is kind of my, uh, my, uh, priority or my interest where my interest lies. Um, mm-hmm domestic domestically i'm not super interested that much maybe as uh maybe you are i don't know
0: but uh well this year it's a um, bit different i mean out of yeah. vancouver i can still fly air canada down to the states yeah. i can fly air canada to let's say mexico or to hawaii or to asia yeah and at the same time there's also partner airlines that you can redeem Aeroplan with too so you're not limiting yourself that much it's more so well i might want to get myself to somewhere in south america yeah. That's going to be a bit more of a challenge to do on points. Yeah, exactly. Because you can only get yourself so far. Sometimes it makes sense to redeem on two different airlines, two mm-hmm. different reward programs. Sometimes it's worthwhile on some of them to just use a statement credit off of a Scotia Gold because there's no other program that has a good value.
1: But for, for these other airlines, let's say KLM mm-hmm. uh, as an example, or Air France, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it is it that easy to redeem points through their program when you're, uh, in another yes, continent. Some of them, you
0: know? uh, it's all online these days. So, I mean, not yeah. so much, it's not that much of a difference. Um, the bigger one comes out to some of these other airlines like British Airways. Yes. They charge ridiculously high fees. Uh, yeah. So you got to work through different methods and I'd recommend everyone do the research. Yeah. to travel online is a great online re- uh, resource. Travel. Yeah. Mm. So I'd recommend looking at Ricky's articles on there. Um, and Ricky and team, um, But at the same time, comes out to is there's methods to make these loyalty programs work in our favor. And some of those is like for British Airways Avios program, uh, Avios rewards is um, using them on partner airlines. Mm. So some of them allow for different, there's some weird tricks out there. And I don't have anything close to that memorized at this point. Oh, okay. But it comes out to is where do you want to go? Yeah. What options are available for you to get there? An example of which I have a couple of days coming up where, or one night that I'm doing over in Tofino soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have anything. There's no Marriott's. So there's no chain hotels there. <laughs> so I'm going to, and that one most likely is I'll probably put it on either, like some of these trips, they're earning trips and some of them they're burning trips. I might actually treat this as, treat this as an earning trip. Spend some money out of my own pocket to do some travel because, mm-hmm. well, I haven't had to spend as much money on travel lately. So you know what? Sometimes it's worthwhile to support the local communities. hmm and earn a bunch of points off of it where some of these credit cards will have travel multipliers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So American Express Platinum will have a two-times multiplier on travel.
1: Now, how how, how, mad are, how mad are you when when you go to a place, uh, any uh, shop or restaurant or something, and they don't take Amex?
0: Um, the big one there I. is... Sh- um, as Doesn't of it re- change your life so much? <laughs> well, as of, well, as of recently, I'll just change my spending habits on where I decide to, to shop. I'll build, I'll build up the shit list.
1: Okay, I um, see.
0: However... Um, the other thing, too, is sometimes there's other mechanisms to build up points that I'll get into varying levels of detail with. Um, this is also where there's sometimes good value in just having a generic generic Visa card. Mm-hmm. Something that can still earn you points, but maybe not at these multipliers that are getting insane amounts of points. Other times you can also use gift cards for some of these mm-hmm. places. Or let's say prepaid Visa or prepaid MasterCard gift cards in order to capture that spending if you need to. Other okay. times it's sometimes not even worth the effort.
1: Now with these, I guess that was the last um, kind of area I wanted to touch on. Just uh, if you have any words of wisdom or advice on this, the pre the prepaid um, uh, MasterCards and Visas mm-hmm. and everything as an example, how can you maximize those to your benefit? Let's say um,
0: typically um, it's to use them on places that won't typically take um, American Express, like let's say mom-and-pop restaurants or mm. other, or maybe uh, stores for certain products that you might not want to have American Express knowing about. Let's say like cannabis products or oh, okay. other uh, pieces that way. So that's going to be your main method there. But also if you want to capture spending now and then actually do the spending later mm-hmm. because I might have to spend $3,000 in three months. I know I won't be able to do it this month. I know i got something coming up. Mm-hmm. Then you can use that. Mm-hmm. Or okay. not just prepaid MasterCards or um, other gift cards too, like Amazon, Apple, grocery, gas, All right. gift cards for things that you might actually spend generically otherwise.
1: With prepaid, mm-hmm. does it come out of like your your checking account or something? So a prepaid MasterCard,
0: like imagine it's like a prepaid gift card. Mm. So I'll go to a grocery store, I'll buy a $50 prepaid visa because I'm buying someone a gift and I don't know what to get them. So I'm going to give them the most generic gift I can possibly give them, which is not even cash. Mm. I'm going to give them a prepaid visa card. So at the grocery store, I'll buy it as I'll buy other groceries. And you know what? They'll ask me how much I want to put on it. So let's say $50 because I'll be even nicer this year for Christmas. Okay. And it just adds as an item onto your bill. So you can buy them at grocery stores. Um, they'll typically have an activation fee mm. because there's overhead on these kind of things too. Yeah. And then it's a card in your wallet that has a certain value on it. You can spend them at other places. Mm. Not much more to it than that. Oh, okay. Sometimes there's fees involved to hold balances open. But I... I I don't, I don't like it too, too much. I find it's typically a bit more overhead than what it's worth. And sometimes you just got to look at what you're spending, why you're spending things and making sure that the goals that you're setting for using some of these programs are actually achievable. Yeah. You don't want to go in a bit over your head. Okay.
1: All right. Um...
0: And other than that, again, words of wisdom there I'll typically say is, um, no, you have goals. Yeah. Make sure that these are things that will actually help you towards your goals. And at the same time is we're keeping things in reach. We're being responsible. And we're doing some really fun trips in the meantime. Absolutely,
1: Um, yeah. Other trips too.
0: Like it makes other things like, oh, some friends want to go to Montreal in November for the weekend. You might as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And
0: just catching up on what we haven't been able to capture in this previous year. A bit more so now that things are starting to open up a bit more and starting to get enjoy the bit of the life that we love to live.
1: Yeah, I think we all need a little bit of uh, getting out out of our little... uh isolated and separated uh, lives uh the last year and or so definitely travel is one way to to uh cure that so well casey it was lovely um i had a great time we are at time so
0: let's go for a trip
1: yeah hey we will definitely in the future i just need to get some get some more scotia points Hold on a second, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um yeah. Thanks for sitting in, and um, again, this camera, this camera, this camera. You want to promote yourself?
0: Casey Callahan on Instagram. You'll put the tag in the description below. I'm sure.
1: Absolutely, I will. So, thanks a lot, uh, everyone. Uh, I'm Misha. I'm saying bye.
0: Casey, talk soon, everyone.
1: All right. See you. See you on the next one, guys. Ciao.